Gospel Message, Week 29, All or Part of Jesus. In John 5, we are told of Jesus healing a man at the pool called Bethesda in Jerusalem. The beautiful thing about this miracle is the subtlety with which the miracle itself is portrayed. John 5, verses 1 through 9 reads, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie, and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man, when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked, and on the same day was the Sabbath. This pool was known to have healing powers. It apparently was true, as the Bible gives us the very account of an angel stirring the water at certain occasions. Since we know that angels only operate at the command of God, we can say that it was God's healing power that was upon this water. And the people knew this, which was why they waited for the water to be stirred. Then, when they rushed in to receive the healing, and whoever got there first was in fact healed. Now Jesus enters and he's having a conversation with this man who has had an infirmity for 38 years. According to the text, this infirmity affected his mobility, and that's why he needed help getting into the water when it was stirred, hence his response to Jesus about not having anyone to put him in the pool. What a sad and desperate predicament, wouldn't you say? You know, here's this pool of water, the source of the healing, so close that he can touch it, yet he can't touch it as a result of his infirmity. So here is the infirmity that he wants to be cured of. But this infirmity is also the barrier to his cleansing. So let us pay attention to verses 6 and 7 of this text that was just read. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him and said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Meaning, you know, yes, I'd like to be cured, but I can't get into that water, that water that's supposed to cure me because I can't move myself, or at least I can't move myself fast enough. And all these other people around here, they want their blessing too. So when the water gets stirred, you think they're trying to put me into the water when 
they themselves are waiting for some sort of miracle to happen in their lives. So of course they go in front of me and they get into the water. And think about it. Jesus did not ask him, do you need help getting into the water? Because if that were the case, that's what he would have asked. He would have said, sir, do you need help getting into the water? But Jesus didn't ask him that. He asked him, will thou be made whole? To which the man, not knowing who Jesus was or what Jesus could do, he answered in reference to the pool, which at that time was the only source of healing that he knew of. So let us look at this man's conversation with Jesus in the context of our own lives, our own spiritual walk, our own Christianity. How often do we, even though we are followers of Christ, instead seek the healing of the pool when we should be seeking Christ himself to make us whole? Jesus did not ask the man if he wanted to be healed of this particular infirmity. He asked if he desired to be made whole. And we can say, uh, that's just King James Version, and that's the way they spoke in King James. Yeah, you can say that, and you'd probably be right. But let's really think about what whole means. Whole means complete. It means beyond just fixing it. It means a total restoration, not a repair of a part, but a restoration of the whole. We're supposed to come to Christianity seeking Jesus. After all, it is Jesus himself who said, no man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, John 6, 44. So we come to Christianity seeking Jesus. But then when we get there to Christianity or to church or whatever it is, somewhere along the line, we take our eyes off Jesus and start following after the pools of healing or the showers of blessing or the promises for worldly prosperity. And we lose sight of Jesus Christ, forgetting that is, it is in Jesus, in his very life, that is contained healing, blessing, and prosperity. And that's why Jesus did not use the pool to heal the man. He made the man whole. He restored the man to show the man and we who will read this account 2,000 some years later that there are going to be means of going to obtain blessings from Christ. But there's something that even exceeds that, and that is receiving Christ himself. We don't need pools when we have Jesus. We don't need showers when we have Jesus. We don't need promises of prosperity when we have Jesus. Every day in this life that we are living, as we seek him, he reminds us of his calling, 
of how he called us because we wouldn't know of this Christ. We wouldn't believe in this Christ if he did not call us. So every day in the midst of all these bits and pieces of Christ that are out there, he comes and stands between us and the pool and asks us, will thou be made whole? And then our response is usually, I have no one to put me in the water. And what does that represent in my life, in your life? Oh Lord, I just have this problem. If you will just give me this, if you will just answer this prayer, if you will just do this thing or that thing or that thing. And so we continue to seek the pools while the way to wholeness stands right in front of us. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. John 7, 37. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And ye will not come to me that ye might have life. John 5, 39 to 40. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sealed. John six twenty six to 27 So why do we continue to trust in the bread and not in the bread giver? Why don't we believe that Jesus, knowing him and growing in him, is enough? Why don't we believe that even though we don't know how he will keep us, he will keep us because he said he would keep us why do we struggle with losing our grip on how we believe our lives are supposed to be and just surrender our lives to jesus and allow him to use our lives for the will of the father why do we insist on shows of his power for us when we can have his power in us? Why do we insist on bits and pieces of Jesus when we can have the whole of Jesus in us, remaking our very lives so that it is no longer I, but Christ who lives within me. And this life that I now live in the flesh I live not even by my faith, which is shaky, but by the faith of the Son of God, who died and gave his life for me. Galatians 2.20 Sometimes we think we know, but the truth is, we don't. And God cautions us, lean not on your own understanding. Trust in me with all of your heart. And sometimes that simply just means us saying, Lord, I don't know, but you know. 
And I believe that you know. And I believe that you can. So show me. Teach me how to just surrender everything to you. And walk in you. And allow you to lead me. So that you bring me to the point where everything that I do is in accordance with your will. It will no longer be us trying to figure it out. It will just be because we will be one with him. And this can't happen until we seek him and only him. So Christ seeker. Jesus is asking you today, will thou be made whole? Unlike the sick man at the pool, you know, I know what Jesus can do. So when he's asking us this question, will our lives, not our mouths, but will our hearts and our lives say, yes, Lord, I desire that you make me whole. Or will we just continue to seek our blessings from the pool? whenever the Lord chooses to stir it. May we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.